Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome everybody, welcome to another episode of Lazio Lounge, a little bit of internet connection here issue. From my side, I'm Vittorio Campanile, thanks for joining me. As usual, uh, Alistair McKenzie is not here when Lazio plays a swallow, but that's not our problem. We have a new entry, we have Sam Wilson. Hi Sam, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, I'm delighted to be here. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Afterwards, we're going to talk why you're going to follow Lazio, but before, let's start talking about the match. What's your impression about this Lazio performance? Three points, very important. But what about the performance? Well, as you said, it was a vital three points. But I feel like we didn't quite perform up to the standard that I would have hoped we would have against a team that got beaten 7-0 by Juventus a few weeks ago and haven't actually managed to pick up a single win in 2018 yet. So I think we were shaky and we had some weaknesses. But on the whole, happy about three points. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think uh, probably the fact that Inzaghi made so many subs, especially in the midfield, with Moore just starting, uh, with Maruzic mm. and Lukaku on the wings, uh, this created a little bit of issue for, for, for the team. And the fact that Immobile scored today but didn't play that well, uh, mm. I think that didn't help. But it was important to win 3-0 and on the other side, Sassuolo is really a team that's struggling uh, badly. Mm. I thought today another team would, would make life much harder for Lazio instead. I mean, I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, Strakosha made just one save at the end of the match. After, otherwise, it would have been a very easy m- performance for Strakosha. Mm, definitely. I mean, he looked a bit shaky to me, especially there was a moment where I think him and Babakar were both going for the same ball and Babakar completely just beat him to it with his strength. So a bit worrying, but like on the whole, as you said, I feel like we can't be too disappointed. No, you, you, in Italy, you always, say that, you always say that big teams are the ones that win ugly without performing uh, incredibly well. Mm. And today was the perfect example. Well, there is the red card of Marusic, but I thought uh, Lazio was nearly never in danger and got these three points that put Lazio again uh, at the third place, uh, waiting to see what happens tonight between uh, Roma and Milan. But it was Mm. a must-needed win, so it's good to win, I thought, in the end. And uh, the, the performance will come. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it was, yeah, yeah, as you said, it was important that we picked up the win. And I think Inzaghi deliberately rested a few of our more experienced players like Pirolo because Sassuolo are out in such bad form that um, we could afford to rest them and still get three points. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Marusic and Lukaku because today they started again and I mm-hmm. thought they both played badly. Now, Marusic got even a red card just to complete his mm. awful performance. But mm. I, I didn't like Lukaku as well. I, I thought I expected much more from him, especially considering he's playing against Sassuolo. Yeah, I mean, I feel the problem with both their games is they're just not experienced enough yet. They don't have the experience that Lulic and Basta have, where they played for years and years. They're still, they need so much more in their games. And I think that showed today by uh, their lack of performance. Uh, you know, the thing is, I, I agree with you, but you don't have to forget that Marusic is 26 years old. Now, of course, he's coming from the Belgium League. That is not the same thing of Serie A. Mm-hmm. But I would expect, uh, we saw him growing in the first part of the season. Uh, mm. After September, his performance was, was improving. And then he dropped, I thought, on January, his performance dropped massively. And again, tonight, today, uh, he, he played really badly. Now, I don't want to talk of, about the red card. I thought it was the mm. right decision for the referee. Yeah, definitely. But I, especially considering he was... Uh, playing against uh, a defender that was uh, on his, at his debut pretty much, I thought he, he could make the difference. Yeah, you, you would have hoped that, but at the same time, uh, as you said, he came from the Belgian League, and when I say that they don't have the experience, I mean that they don't have the same kind of big league experience that players from the Serie A or the English Premier League or La Liga have. He just lacks that big game instinct that... I feel like we'll just let him down as the season progresses. I feel like he'll struggle with the physicality. And unless there's real threat to his place in the side, which, albeit there is with Basta, I think Basta starts on the right mid against uh, Stauer uh, on Thursday. Unless he gets more competition, I feel like he'll just start to get complacent and we'll see more performances like today. Um, yeah, probably you're right. I'm, I believe that with this turnover, he's not going to play that much because the wingers, especially in the 3-5-2 Zaghi's tactics, are the ones that run more during the matches, so they get tired. And I believe they're going to be more uh, substitution. Uh, I think Marzic didn't come out because he got the red card. So, But mm. yeah, I believe even Lukaku, uh, he, he should have done much more tonight, today. I was disappointed. Mm. Uh, especially, especially considering Lukaku. I mean, I've been impressed with him so far over the past season. I mean, attacking, he's very skillful, very competent. But I still feel like, especially defensively, there's an element of his game that's lacking and he's prone to making mistakes, which um, I feel will only get better with time, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's something where uh, on... The defense, you know, buying Lukaku, you know that you're not getting a defender. You're getting someone who's pushing. Uh, mm. I thought Inzaghi and his team were pushing a lot to improve the, 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 that side of Lukaku's game. Mm. Um, 
we didn't see that mu that much improvements at the moment, but uh, well, it's going to be important in in the coming matches uh, to see uh, if I, I don't know. Sometimes I think he's not with his mind on the game. He gets distracted. Mm, definitely. Because he makes some stupid mistakes that you know you think like what is he thinking you know so but yeah let's say it's important to win a match like that considering how bad Maruzic and Lukaku have played today and mm. the other funny thing of today I thought was Chiro Mobile I, I think he, he hardly touched the ball and then scored a penalty but apart from that probably wasn't his best performance yeah, I feel like he, he sat a lot deeper than he has been in recent matches. And I feel like that didn't quite allow him to flourish in the same way that we've seen him this season. I mean, as you said, apart from the penalty, and I mean, there were a couple of moments where he made a couple of good passes, but he was largely ineffectual. And I feel like it's not the same Immobile that we've seen in pretty much every other game this season. I don't know if he was tired because he played all... 95 minutes on Thursday and then today again uh, he played pretty much all the match and I'm not sure he's mentally tired or simply wasn't focused it, it, it was true that the pitch was very hard as it, it was really really cold there they said it could snow but mm. I don't know if that affects his performance mm. I feel like He's been such a vital part to our team this season and he has pretty much been played week in, week out. And that does have an effect on players. I mean, he's not the youngest player in the world as well. So physically, I feel like it's having an effect on him. But as you said as well, mentally, I feel like either his record is getting to his head a little bit or perhaps he just isn't quite there enough to be played week in, week out and still deliver perfect performances. And he runs a lot during the match, so he's not mm. uh, a striker like Mauro Cardi that sits in the box and wait the ball. He's someone that moves around, come back. So mm. it's, it's someone who, at the end of the match, for me, is very tired. And considering the incredible season Lazio had, I think it's the Serie A team who played more matches this season. I, I mm. can imagine that he's very tired. Uh, the problem, and we said it here very often, is that at the moment, Lazio haven't got a substitution for Chile Mobile. Caicedo, for me, is more uh, as a striker who can play near Chile Mobile, but not replace him. Not a replacement, definitely. So, no. So that, that's the weakness of this team, I believe, at the moment. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, look at our youth prospects as well. Um, I don't think any of them really have what it takes to cut it at the end of the day. Brian Perea, uh, Tunkara, I think they both, or both of those in particular, they may be good young talents, but I don't quite think they'll be good enough to replace Immobile when the time comes. We're going to see. Tunkara now is playing in, in Albania. Uh, I think he has a chance mm. to shine and prove his, his talent. Let's not forget that when he was in the Primavera and was near Qatar, a lot of people were telling me, remember, Tunkara potentially is even better than Qatar. But Qatar mm. had probably a better mindset and, and showed his talent while Tunkara still didn't shine. It's true that 
Tunkara is one year younger than Keita, but uh, mm. I mean, he's still got he's yeah. still got time. Um, you look at you look at someone like Jamie Vardy playing for Leicester. It took him until he was about 24, 25 to really come into his game. So I feel like it's the potential is there, but again, I don't think he'll quite have what it takes to match what we've seen from Chiro Mobley this season. Yeah, he's a little bit late. Let's let's say like, like this. He still have time, but if you are really talented and focus on succeeding uh, at that age, you already show something. Uh, Ramiel Gendi on on Twitter uh, asked a big question of Lukaku and Maruzic's performance recently. And do you believe Lukaku is a better playing as a sub? At the moment, yes. Every time he came in, he he had a huge impact. Every time he started from the first minute, he didn't perform as well. Uh, I don't know if it's because uh, the other team is a little bit tired and he can make mm. the difference with his physicality. But at mm. the moment, that's, that's, that's the fact. I don't know, Sam, what you think about it. No, I, I 100% agree with you. Every time I've seen Lukaku come on as a substitute performance, he's been wonderful because, as you say, he's very physical. He's pretty quick. He's fairly skillful on the ball. And I feel like the tiring defences of other Serie A teams kind of struggle with that. Whereas when they have the fitness and when they have the stamina from the first minute to match up against him, it's a completely different story. And I feel like he doesn't quite succeed as much as he does against tired legs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and, and this brings another question. Lukaku and Marosic try all the time to pass the defender using the body the 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 speed the pace instead mm. they should ta- they should sometimes vary and try the dribble passing with the skills instead of only power physical power that's something that for me Lukaku has but doesn't use as much as he should mm. yeah definitely i'd say i'd say that whereas Lukaku is far more skillful on the ball than Marisic I also believe that Marisic shouldn't be relying on his pace and physicality that much because fundamentally he's not as quick as Lukaku and he's not as physical as Lukaku and I feel like Marisic's weakness is that he doesn't as you said he doesn't realize that with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details there's different aspects to the game other than just trying to pass it around, well, pass and move around the defender and try and catch up with the ball, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has time to improve, as you said, but I was expecting a little bit more 
considering mm. that we are end of February, he starts playing Serie A in, in uh, September. So let's see, let's see. Maybe we're too harsh with him, <laughs> considering Maybe. the... La- yeah, go on. Well, like, I, I remember tweeting before the game, I had quite high hopes for Marisic. I like him a lot as a player. I feel like, fundamentally, he's a very, very good player. But he just has so much more to give that he hasn't quite shown yet. Part, partly, I feel like it's down to his position. To me, I feel like he could be potentially work better as a centre mid. I mean, the other team I follow is Arsenal, and we've seen Ainsley Maitland-Niles come through the system this season and pr- perform well in left back and perform well as a fullback. But when he's moved into the centre mid, it adds a whole new, different element to his game. And I feel like if Inzaghi wants to get the best out of Marisic, he should potentially toy around with maybe putting him more centrally. But that's just my opinion. What we said in the podcast, in the, in the especially beginning of, of this season, is we thought that Inzaghi trained a lot Marusic, especially when he has to defend. So his mindset is now more be careful when, when the other team is attacking. And when mm. he, he lost maybe something uh, when he has to push. So, and um, I, I remember this summer he impressed me so much. Especially he was trying a lot, a lot of times in friendly in the fr- summer friendly, to to shoot from outside the box, which he didn't do pretty much all the season when the Serie A started. So I think he has mm. more things to bring to the table, but at the moment he still didn't do it. So let's hope he gets a little bit more confident and start to do. Uh, more things during the match because I think, as you were saying, he has a lot of potential but still didn't express all his talent at the moment. Mm. I feel like one thing Inzaghi could possibly do to increase his actual talent is maybe let him work a lot more closely with Dusan Basta because Basta is very experienced, not only as a defender but he's also very talented going forwards and I feel like if Inzaghi is insistent on playing Marisic potentially on the right mid or as a right fullback, I feel like a working relationship between Basta and Marisic could prove very beneficial to Adam Marisic. Yeah, yeah, he, he could teach him a little bit mm. of Serie A as well, which is always useful. Let's, I mean, the, the red card today, uh, as I said before, it was the right decision. But it's a very stupid behavior from Marusic. You're winning 3-0. Sassuolo is already one man down. Why do you have to react? That's a yellow card. Don't do nothing. Stand still and get a free kick. Instead, Mm. now he's going to miss next match. And, uh, you know, that's stupid. You You have to be more mature if you want to play for a team that wants to compete for the Champions League spot. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's definitely something that I feel like he'll only learn with time as well. It's just that element of maturity that obviously, as the Belgian Pro League isn't the highest standard of league, I feel like as he begins to play more Serie A matches and as he grows as a player, not necessarily physically, but mentally, he'll start wiping those problems out of his um, game. Let's hope so. Uh, Show McIntosh, (laughs) uh, the the founder of the Lazio fan club Texas, Texas Laziali, uh, on Twitter wrote us, 
Luis Felipe's admission into the starting 11 over De Vrij is a sign of what's to come for the rest of this campaign. And Felipe looks to be back to his dangerous self with some positive run of form uh, in the few matches. Have you seen enough to keep him in the starting 11? What's your thoughts, Sam? See, personally, I'm a really, really big fan of Stefan de Vrij. And as much as I think that Luis Felipe is a very, very good player in his own, and he's kind of come into his own this season, I see him as currently a rotation option, but also the replacement for if worst comes to worst and we ended up losing de Vrij in the summer. I feel like that's when Luis Felipe slots perfectly into the starting 11 week in, week out as a player with Serie A experience that he's picked up this season. But I don't know, not necessarily. I don't think he's ready to replace De Vrij just yet, personally. Uh, I think that maybe in, in Zaghi's mind, things have changed a little bit after the announcement that De Vrij won't sign a renewal of contract. I think now the Inzaghi will try to give more time to, to, to Felipe Luis, but I think that in the key matches, in the important matches, De Vrij will still start. And at the moment, I think everybody will agree that uh, De Vrij has still something more than, uh, than Luis Felipe. Uh, said this, the Brazilian having, having proved a lot from the beginning of the season, and mm. even today he played really well, I'm impressed. But you know, let's say if you're in a final, I would always play De Vrij instead of, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that makes sense. But I believe that next season he could be the starter. As, as we said, and I don't know if you agree, uh, he can be the starter, but I believe Lazio have to, play, have to buy another player who can play in that position to give rotation or to give a help to uh, Luis Felipe. Uh, well, yeah, I agree with you totally. I mean, I was always a big fan of um, Wesley Hoat. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. <laughs> excuse me if I've got it wrong. Um, I was a big fan of him before he left. But now that he's gone, I thought he was a player with a lot of potential yeah. and the potential to become pretty much the next De Vrij. But I feel like Luis Felipe does have that potential and he will be vital. But yeah, you're definitely right. We need another centre-back. I mean, Wallace is good. He was good today. He saved us. Um, there was a shot against Strakosha. Strakosha saved and Wallace was there to back him up. I thought that was brilliant defending. And similarly with Bastos, I feel like he's a good player, but not quite that Champions League quality that if we want to be challenging for the Champions League and if we want to perform if we qualify if we want to perform well next season I feel like Luis Felipe Wallace and Bastos are not quite Champions League quality I, I say you need a leader there and De Vrij was the leader uh, don't know if Luis Felipe can become that leader today he played well uh, but I thought there was some a couple of miscommunication once in the first half well, when Strakosha came out to get the ball Luis Felipe anticipated him and uh, another couple during the match, he played well but you need a leader there I agree with what you said about Wallace today probably was his best performance mm -hmm. uh, so that was encouraging, I don't believe he can play in the centre he can play uh, on the right centre of the, of, the, of the defense 
but he's not a sort of sweeper like De Vrij was playing. So uh, mm. we, we're going to see. But, you know, it's good to see uh, Wallace playing like that and uh, Luis Felipe performing as well. And it's funny because this summer, when, you know, there was rumours that De Vrij could leave, etc., I was quite confident because I said, Hurt has improved a lot. I thought he's the natural sub for, for De Vrij and said, yeah. Lazio saw Hurt before De Vrij. So <laughs> that complicated a little bit <laughs> my, 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 my programs. But, uh, well, things happened. He wasn't happy, which... You know, I didn't agree with his decision. You, you cannot pretend to play every match in a top in a top club like Lazio. So mm. you know, his decision was a little bit strange. Yeah. yeah. And, and going back to Sean's question about Felipe Anderson, I thought he played well today. He made, especially the second, was an incredible assist for Milinkovic Savic. But mm. I was happy of how many ball Felipe Anderson recover. He tracked back a lot of time and was able to recover a lot of ball and that's the Felipe Anderson we need to see during the season so uh, really good performance from Felipe Anderson mm, I, I agree with you completely I mean from what from what I gathered today he started off more as a centre forward but then he was also drifting out to the right he was drifting out to the left and I feel like that creative freedom allows him to become the player that he really is. I mean, he's an extremely gifted player, extremely talented. And although the wing may be his natural position, I feel like a centre-forward railways just behind Immobile allows us to much more successfully get the best out of him. Yes. And, and to be honest, uh, today wasn't his easiest match because, uh, especially at the beginning, Sassuolo was all behind and he didn't have the space he needed to express his talent. So it, was, it, it wasn't easy for him to, to perform as well. But uh, he, he, he had a very good match. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm happy to see him playing like that. Especially remember what happened uh, two weeks ago. That he wasn't mm. called for Napoli's match. Mm. But, but that, that's good. You, know, you see how uh, Inzaghi and Peruzzi are able to manage the the players and how they react. So that's really, really positive. Um, let's see if I lost the question. As Avnori, I hope I pronounced it well, can Basta hold Alexandro for the next fixture? Which player should rotate for the next three killing matches? And Inzaghi should slap Maruzic. <laughs> that's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> I agree, I agree. You know, that's a stupid thing from Maruzic. We said it. Yes, unfortunately, next Serie A match is it's uh, Lazio Juventus and without Maruzic uh, Basta will play there uh, Alexandro is is back in his top form he's a very dangerous player so it's not going to be easy for for Basta to hold him but I don't know if you agree I think as as we said before that Basta has more Serie A experience probably would would have been the best option for for Inzaghi in a match like that against Juventus to play Basta instead of Marusic. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. I feel like in a, in a game against Juventus, Basta is the natural first choice over Marusic. There's not that much different in terms of their pace, which is where I feel a lot of Alexandro's game comes from. And I feel like Basta does have that experience that he will be able to at least try his best to hold off Alexandro. I mean, 
at the end of the day, we'll see how it goes on the actual day of the match. Players can have off days. Players can have amazing on days. But I feel like Bastia is definitely our best chance at holding back Alexandro. Even, to be honest, uh, Basta didn't play as well this season as we expected. Uh, he had a couple of injuries that didn't help him, but mm. he still had the experience that you can trust him in a match so important. And mm. the, the problem is there's Milan ahead, semi-final of Coppa Italia. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult for Simone Inzaghi to select the right players for these two matches. I believe Luis Alberto will start uh, against AC Milan. Do you think he's going to start against Juventus as well or it's going to be Felipe Anderson back again? Personally, I well, with my heart, I hope he chooses Felipe Anderson. I feel like Luis Alberto is a very, very, very good player and a player who has come into his own this season more than any season prior. But I feel, like, especially against the quality that Juventus have in their team, Felipe Anderson is the man to take on Juventus, whereas Luis Alberto is perhaps more the man, as you said, to take on AC Milan because, firstly, they're not as good as Juventus. And secondly... Luis Alberto's game is a lot more skill-based rather than the pace and agility and movement of Felipe Anderson, which would be better suited to Juventus. Even though Luis Alberto played very, very well uh, against Juventus away, he made two, two nice assists. But I believe mm. that Felipe Anderson could have more space playing against mm. Juventus, so he can be very dangerous, especially. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you went to skip Felipe some space trying to attack and win in that match. So it's going to be interesting to see. <coughs> Do you think Nani is going to start against AC Milan? Or again, we're going to see Chiro Mobile? Or maybe Casado? I feel like for the match against AC Milan, potentially Nani is the better choice, especially if, I mean, as you said, Immobile is looking either mentally or physically tired. It's difficult to tell exactly which one, but either way, he's tired in some way. And I feel like putting Nani into the team is a much better option than perhaps Caicedo. My problem with Caicedo is he's not enough of a game changer for me to be our front man. I mean, you look at Immobile and you look at Nani, they're both players with 
at times world-class ability and I feel like Felipe Casado doesn't quite have the same standard that we'd be looking for in a game against I mean obviously AC Milan haven't been that strong this season but they are a good team they have got a lot of very very good players and personally I feel like Nani would be the better option yeah I, I agree because Nani has even that experience to play a striker alone with Luis Alberto behind while Casado, uh, as I said before, he needs another striker near him. He's not that centre-forward that can guarantee you so many goals. And I'm curious to see Nani playing near Luis Alberto. I mean, uh, Luis Alberto uh, put so many asses for Chile Mobile. I want to see if he's able to do the same with, with Nani. That it's a different player from Chile Mobile, but not that different. There are two fast player, very skilled, so I believe they can work together very well, uh, Luis Alberto mm. and, and Nani together. Mm, yeah, I agree, I agree. Sam, before going forward, explain why you start following Lazio. So, this is, this is an odd one, but the reason I started following Lazio was because my favourite footballer of all time, ever, that has ever existed, ever played football, is Miroslav Klose. And at the time that I discovered my passion for Miroslav Klose as not only a footballer, but as a man as well, I mean, he's just a fabulous character. Yeah. I feel like once I'd latched onto him as my idol, it was only natural that then I began to follow Lazio. And then once Klose retired... It just it just stuck, and I had I already had this connection with this club, which, I mean, I, I was born in London and I supported Arsenal from an early age, but I just wanted something to look to on the continent and be like, yeah, that's that's my team, <laughs> and um, obviously Closer was up front at the time, and since then, well, the rest is history. I've been a Lazio fan since probably about two thousand and. 12, 2013 maybe, so for a good four, five, six years now. So yeah, that's that's the reason behind me following Lazio. And, and now you started this uh, blog about Lazio in English. When when did this when did this project started? Uh, it's literally a very very recent project. I mean, within the last week, I was kind of looking around on the internet, looking for. I was just looking for content about Lazio that was in English and that provided in-depth tactical analysis or in-depth news, reviews, post-match analysis, previews. And I really struggled to find content that wasn't just translated from Italian via Google Translate or whatever. So <laughs> I, I saw this gap and I thought, well, firstly, I love Lazio. Secondly, uh, I mean, I'm a student now, but I'm also part-time freelance journalist and I want to go into journalism as my future career so I thought what better way to combine two of my favorite things and to launch Lazio Blog EN which is essentially just a hub for Lazio fans from well England, America, Canada, Australia but then also anyone else around the world who just so happens to speak English that wants to read a different opinion on Lazio other than what they get from uh, Italy, so that was the thought behind it. Well, very, very interesting. 
So guys that are listening to our podcast, remember to check the, the blog of Sam about Lazio. That's a, a good way to be updated with everything happening uh, around Lazio. Sam, we didn't talk about Milinkovic Savic. I think again today an incredible performance. I mean, his performance spoke for itself, really. I don't know what else there is to say. That first goal was phenomenal. Generally, he is this season. He's just developed into, in my opinion, one of the best midfielders in Europe. And I mean, week in, week out, he's just delivering these performances that it's it's extraordinary and. Uh, I'm amazed at like, just how good he is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe when he wants, he's the best midfield in Europe and probably in the world. He's complete, you know, he's big, he has mm. skill, he's talented, he's mm. good with the header. Uh, he can do everything. Sometimes he gets too distracted or maybe he likes too much. He plays like a freestyle instead of trying to win the match. But... He's so good, especially when he played like today. I think he decided the match today. Yeah, I mean, I when when I look at him now, I compare him to what Yaya Toure was like for Manchester City going back maybe three, four years, where he was not only this brilliant attacking threat, but he was physical, skillful, pretty quick, and just, as you said, just the complete midfielder. And although I agree with you in the sense that yeah, he's he's a bit of a freestyler, and I think arrogance creeps into his like kind of game style every so often. But a wonderful, wonderful addition to our team, and one that I think will personally, I mean, if we get Champions League football for next season, I think Milinkovic Savic and obviously Chiro Mobley are the two players that we have to thank for that. Yeah, and I hope if Lazio reach the Champions League spot, Milinkovic Savic will say which is difficult because there are a lot of rumours uh, about mm. Manchester United or other big clubs ready this summer to make an important offer to the player. But I believe he's really a game-changer. You're, you're going to get a lot of money, but I don't mm. believe there you can find a replacement like uh, Milinkovic Savic. He's too good. I mean, I, I agree with you in part, but I feel like if we if we end up getting upwards of 90 million maybe even 100 million for a player like that. I feel like the level that our scouts are at, where we're able to find these players like Milinkovic-Savic and sign them for very, very small fees and watch them develop into world-class players, I feel like it happened once. So with a lot more money, I can't see why it wouldn't happen again and again. But you're right. I mean, if we lost him, it would be a tragedy. But I don't necessarily feel like replacing him would be impossible. Well, it depends on the money we're going to get if we're going to sell him. I still hope he he wants to stay, but we're going to see what what uh, what happened this summer. It's going to be interesting, especially mm. if Lazio reach the, the Champions League spot. Um, we have to talk a little bit of Mauro Zarate because he gave an interview to Goal.com, my former website, and said that his dream would be to come back to Lazio he knows it's going to be very difficult because of his relationship with Willow Tito. He said he understood he made a mistake of living like that. Uh, he's texting, he's hearing Simone Zaghi very often because they play together at Lazio. And mm-hmm. he wants to go back to, to play for Lazio. Honestly, I believe it's going to be very difficult. I don't know your opinion about that. 
personally, I feel like not only will it possibly be a difficult transfer to happen, but I also don't necessarily think it's that good an idea for us. I mean, uh, I believe he turns 31 very, very soon. And um, he's had a couple of loan spells, I think, in Argentina and in maybe Saudi Arabia. Um, and obviously plays for Watford on a more permanent basis. But I feel like his age, his lack of experience at a top, top level in recent years, I feel like uh, as well as him not necessarily going to make the transfer, I feel like it's not necessarily the transfer we we need. We need, in my opinion, a younger striker who can replace or be a rotation option for a Mobley, but one that isn't going to be in danger of retiring in two or three years' time. I think, personally, uh, obviously, there are very good memory with about Mauro Zarate with Lazio, especially the first year. But I don't think that's the type of player Lazio need at the moment. We have Felipe Anderson, we have Luis Alberto, we have even Nani, we have even Casado that can play in that position. We need a central striker that can replace uh, Immobile. And Zarate, for sure, is not that type of player. Mm. So, even if a part of me would be happy to see Mauro Zarate back, I don't think he's the type of player Lazio need. And, to be honest, I don't think he ever showed that he's uh, good enough to play for Lazio anymore. Because after that first season for Lazio, he never played that well. So, especially considering that Lazio is trying to fight for the Champions League, so it looks for better players, I don't think Zarate will be very useful for us. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at his statistics in the league in recent seasons right now, and I mean, three goals in eight games for Al Nasir, zero in three for Watford, five in 22 for Fiorentina, five in 22 for West Ham. And that's in the last four years. I feel like that's definitely not the kind of player that, although we may have fond memories attached to him, definitely not the kind of player that I feel is needed, as you said. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a shame. And this shows you, at least this is my point of view, how talent is not enough. He had a very good season. And instead of trying to improve, to learn more things, to be more skillful, he stopped and kept doing the same things again and again. But the problem is, especially in Serie A, defenders study the, the strikers they're playing against. So they learned that he was doing always the same thing. And they started mm. stopping him. He lost confidence. Instead of training harder, he simply gave up. And that's unfortunately because I thought Zarate had all the skills, all the talent to improve, but he didn't. So it's a shame. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, he, I, I believe he also had a minor cruciate ligament injury as well and I feel like he's had a couple of other injuries in the last few years and he just isn't the same player that we saw when he played for us before yes uh, I agree and uh, he, he he wasn't even help I mean his brother and the team he had surrounded didn't help him making the right decision you know when, when he left Lazio uh, his brother pushed him to leave and that was just the beginning of wrong decision he took. And yeah, that ruined his career. And it's a shame. I thought he could do much more, but 
in the end you make the decision and you pay for them and that's what happened with with Mauro Zarate so I don't believe mm. he's gonna come back uh, Rami Algendi mm. just tweeted I wouldn't take Zarate but I prefer him over Casado any day <laughs> <laughs> true true <laughs> you think so I think it's a little bit too harsh on Casado Casado's Probably not as talented as Zarate, but every time he came in, he gave 100% of what he had. Maybe it wasn't enough, but uh, you have to appreciate when someone gives everything on the pitch. That is true. That is true. I would agree with that. Uh, what about the performance of Murja today? It was a little bit of a surprise. I, didn't, I never expected that he could start in place of Parolo. I understand that it was a turnover reason. Parolo played on Thursday, etc. But were you expecting Murcia to start, and uh, how you judge his performance? Uh, well, firstly, I definitely wasn't expecting him to start the game. I thought he hasn't really showed that he should be a starter in a Serie A game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but I feel like the fact that we were playing a weak opposition like Sassuolo, who haven't actually won a game this year, I feel like it was the right choice, but I didn't necessarily notice him all that much. I thought he didn't have as much of a contribution as I feel like some of our other midfielders have, like Savage or Parolo or even Lucas Lieva. But I think he's still young. And he's, he has a lot of potential and I feel getting him game time in games where we don't necessarily need to pull out all the stops to win is a good thing. Yes, I agree. He didn't play as well uh, as the others. He ran a lot tonight, today, so that was good. And I agree with what you said. He needs to play and this was probably a very good match for him to play from the start. And again, he's a little bit like Asedo at the moment. He gives everything he has. He didn't perform as well as expected. But I'm happy of his performance. And I hope he will get more playtime as the season goes on. Because he needed, he needed to play more matches in Serie A. I think he has a big talent. He wasn't able to show it today. But I'm seeing him performing better and better Uh when he had the chances in the past, he didn't play that well this season. So, uh, it's good to see him playing. And, yeah, I mean, for me, he, he didn't play worse than uh, Marusic and Lukaku today. So, that, I think that's, that's good enough for the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, as you were saying, Lucas Leva, another great performance. He got another yellow card. But, uh, he, you can see, one of the things I love of of Lucas Leva is that he's a leader in, in, the, in the midfield. He, he has that thing that Biglia didn't have. I mean, Biglia was a great playmaker but wasn't a leader. And uh, I, I like Leva that much. He always knows where he has to put himself to stop the attacks 
of, of the other team. So uh, that was that was another good performance for him, and he, he he's really important for this team. And I hope he's going to be able to play uh, a lot because he's really fundamental. No, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, in my opinion, one of the best bits about Lucas Lieva's game is that he's not afraid to get stuck in and he's not afraid to get physical when it's needed. I mean, he's played most of his career in the Premier League where the physicality is pretty extreme at some times. And that's definitely an element to our midfield that, I mean, obviously, as you said, Billy was a brilliant player. He was a, a very, very talented midfielder, but he wasn't a leader. And in my opinion, he doesn't quite have the same level of experience at that top, top, top level that Lucas Lieva has. And I think that just brings an extra dimension to our midfield. Are we back? I'm sorry, guys. My internet connection uh, today is having problems. So I'm trying to... Sam, are you back? Yes. Sorry. Yes. I don't know what's happening with my internet today. So, <laughs> guys, sorry. Uh, I know you, Christopher Thomas, just said stream went down for anyone else. Yes, unfortunately, my internet today decided to, to play like Sassuolo. So I'm sorry, guys. Uh, not the best podcast tonight. I don't know why. Uh, what uh, we were talking about Lucas Leiva performance uh, I don't know if you agree he's been the leader of this team that probably we, we were lacking last season mm. no no yeah definitely I mean yeah as I said he is he is a very competent leader and a very very competent midfielder and I feel like replacing Bilia with Lucas Leiva although it wasn't necessarily the best choice long term it was definitely, I mean, Lucas Leiva has outshone Billier at times, in my opinion. Um, and, and let's not forget, Lucas Leiva is one year younger than Biglia, so that, that's another point. And you sold Biglia for a lot of money and you got Leiva for 5 million euros, something like that. So that was uh, another great deal from, mm. from uh, Iglitare, who is, you know, getting used to make this this work of art in the, in the summer transfer. Uh, so mm. he, he's really good on that. Uh, let's hope he continues because I, I believe Lazio still need a couple of good, talented players to uh, compete for the Champions League, especially uh, if we qualify for the Champions League, then I think there are need, Lazio need to buy a couple of players more to allow to compete uh, in this competition, that it's a level above the Europe League. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's still a lot of elements of the squad, in my opinion, which need strengthening if we are to perform well um, in the Champions League next season, if we do qualify. But, I mean, the, the replacement of Vilio with Lucas Lieva, in my opinion, is definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, that's the transfer we want to be picking up. We want to be offloading players who aren't necessarily maybe the best option age-wise or that don't want to play for the club and replacing them with players who are not only competent but that want to play for the club and have the experience or the potential that they're a perfect fit for our team. Before closing the show, wrapping it up, 
what you, what's your thought about Lucas uh, about Nani? I mean, he came in the last 10 minutes to, today, didn't play that much. But do you think he's going to be useful for Lazio or, or no? Personally, personally, I feel so far this season, he's shown himself to be a very useful player. And I mean, if personally, if we were offered the option of signing him on a more permanent basis, I definitely believe that we should take it because... He is, in my opinion, he is just an older version of um, Balde Keita. I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a couple of differences in their game style, but they're both very skillful. They're both very fast. And I feel like Nani is definitely an important part of our team that we should look to maybe keep. I think Keita is probably more faster, but uh, Nani has the, the experience that Keita didn't have. And every time he comes in, He has that eye of the tiger, I call it. That, you know, the will to score. He always come in and wants to score. That's very important. I mm. believe, though, that uh, he struggled because Lazio has so many good players in that position. Luis Alberto, Felipe Anderson, even Casado can play there. So that closed a little bit the chances of Nani to play. So that's unfortunate for him, especially because one of the reasons he came for, to Lazio is... To, to get a spot for the World Cup with Portugal. Mm. I don't know if playing that little, he will be able to be called for the World Cup. But every time he play, well, nearly all the time he play, he performs really well. So you said you, you can see him starting against AC Milan, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, if, if I was in Zaghi, I would definitely... If, if, if it was a choice between Caicedo and Nani because we should look to rest Immobile, I would definitely value Nani's input over Caicedo's in the case of the match against AC Milan. You know, that's, that's an interesting question. Is the semi-final of Coppa Italia, do you rest Immobile in, in a match like that? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough one. Um, yeah. uh, but... I feel like, yeah, I feel AC Milan, in my opinion, haven't shown themselves to be as much of a threat as they may have liked to be. And are definitely, in my opinion, AC Milan's weakness is the fact that uh, obviously they had a lot of money coming to the club and they bought players from all over the place, threw them in a team together and expected to get results, which they haven't. And if anything, although... Nani may not be as good as Chiro Immobile. He definitely gels a lot better with the team than when you look at AC Milan's team cohesion. It's it's not there. And I feel like if our team works well together, and if... Don't tell me I lost him again. Hello? Hello? Yep, go on. Sorry, I lost yeah? you. Oh, I, I was just saying um, that... Nani is my choice for the AC Milan game because AC Milan, in my opinion, don't gel well enough as a team mm -hmm. to really put up that much of a threat. And that I feel Nani is, although he's not as good as Immobile, is definitely the second best choice and should still be enough, especially because we've got so many big games coming up soon, should be enough to see us uh, beat AC Milan.
Yeah, I, I agree. And Nani has that international experience. He's a very experienced player that you can trust that he will make a difference in a semi-final like so important like that. And uh, so I believe that he will start that match and can make a, a big difference. And especially, you know, as you were saying, Lazio have so many competitions, so many matches to play. So uh, I believe you need to rotate players even even in a match like that, so important. Uh, and Rami Algendi just said that Milan are winning role right now. They are much better and it will be a t- tough game. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game like everybody. You know, it's a semi-final. You cannot pretend to be uh, to have an easy match in a semi-final. But again, uh, I thought Immobile was tired today. He needs to rest a little bit. He played on Thursday. He played tonight. He needs to rest on Wednesday because... We need to play him against Juventus. So I believe uh, that's going to be the, the decision. I'm not sure. Uh, it, knowing Zaghi, maybe he, he can play Casedo and Nani. Casedo and Luis Alberto, probably. But I wish that Nani starts instead of Casedo. I think he's a much better player and can make a big difference for that match. That You know, it's important. Uh, let's not forget that Lazio reached the, the final last year and lost against Juventus. But... It's it's a trophy that in the in in the Lotito era Lazio won very often, so it would be good to to be back in the final again. Mm, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I wasn't necessarily saying that Nani is the better option to a Mobley, but I feel if Inzaghi decides to take the choice to rest a Mobley, which arguably he should, Nani is the option over Caicedo, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Uh, Sam, I thank you very much for joining me. I think we can close the the podcast today. I'm sorry, everybody, for all the issue, the internet connection I have. I promise next time, I hope it will be better. It's not my fault. Um, remember to, to read Sam's blog about Lazio in English for all, all of you Lazio fans all over the world. And uh, please, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, on Spreaker, You can subscribe to our YouTube channels. Please rate our podcast if you have the chance and follow us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Sam, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you will have time to join us in uh, the next weeks or so. Uh, I would love to. It was brilliant to be here and um, I hope that we can go into this next few games with uh, a winning attitude and pick up the wins we need. Yes, uh, it's really important. And let's hope I don't know. What, what's the best result for us tonight uh, between Roma and Milan? What's your thought? I'd like to see... I'd like to see... I think a draw is substantial enough that both teams will be working hard. I'd like to see AC Milan have to fight the whole way through because it means that they're more likely to be tired when facing us. And of course, I never want to see Roma win any game. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a draw. I feel like we can be happy with a draw. Obviously, league-wise, AC Milan winning would be more ideal. But on on the basis of that we got to face them in the cup in a few weeks' time and their morale would be boosted, I feel like the draw is definitely the best result for us. Yes, I agree. Uh, I've... A tiring draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a very, a very tiring draw. Hard work, and I hope they put in their all for this game. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sam, for joining us, and goodbye, everybody. <laughs>